Hi everyone, my name is Virginia Duan, also known as Mandarin Mama. I'm your host of the Nuna Army podcast. The Nuna Army podcast talks about the particular challenges and aspects of being a middle-aged female BTS fan. Um, today, we're going to be talking about self-care and being a BTS fan. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but being a BTS fan can be somewhat stressful uh, from just the sheer amount of content uh, that they put out, depending on also when you came into the fandom and also if you speak Korean or not and if you speak English or not. Um, and then also there's just so much stuff. There's so much stuff going on all the time in fandom. There's lots of projects. There's, I mean, there's just so many things. Uh, so, and then on top of that, right? Like you have your actual regular life that you should attend to uh, <laughs> because let, let's be real as no matter how much we love BTS, we still have to live our own lives. We still have our own families. We still have yeah, we, we have our own living to do. So first I'd like to just kind of identify the places where uh, as a fan, we can kind of get thrown off our balance. Like we, we can kind of, it can ruin our day or something like that. So sad to say, sometimes interacting with other fans uh, can ruin your day. People always say that, you know, ARMY itself is toxic, which is true to a certain extent that any population of people, especially even large or small, because it is made of people, will have toxic members. Um, so I don't necessarily think that ARMY is in particular more toxic than any other fandom, uh, whether it is sports, another K-pop group, or just another group of something in general. Like, I mean, have you seen Star Wars fans? Like, some of those fans are incredibly misogynistic and racist, right? Like, so. It's not that all Star Wars fans are misogynistic and racist. It's just that some portion of those fans, and because there are so many Star Wars fans, it can seem as if all of the Star Wars fandom is this way. Same thing with ARMY. ARMY is huge, it is vast, it is diverse, it is a great range in ages, nationalities, ethnicities, everything. It's a cross-section of the human population with access to the internet, right? <laughs> so. Um, of course there's going to be people who are toxic in that case to you know so i would say avoid those places if for instance twitter which is full of like stan accounts and people who argue all the time if twitter is a place that causes you a lot of stress and like ruins your day don't go don't go to twitter and it seems easier said than done but at the same time it is just that easy just don't go uh, or alternatively, start blocking people. Ruthlessly cull your Twitter mutuals. Stop following people who you find toxic. It doesn't matter if they were cool for a certain time and then turn toxic. And it doesn't matter if they turn less toxic in the future. The point is that they are toxic to you right now. You can thank them for how they were a good mutual or a good fan or a good friend even um, in your during your previous times, uh, but now they do not serve you. So if they do not serve you, then they should go. So ruthlessly unfriend, block, unfollow all the people who trigger something inside of you, whether they're like incredibly negative, whether they're bashing other fandoms and you don't, and you're maybe you're multi-stand or, or you just don't like that kind of 
Like you just don't like the kind of comments that type of account attracts. Block them, unfollow, it's so easy. First of all, they really won't know unless if they only have like two friends. Uh, and then second of all, who cares if they do? You're blocked anyway, what are they gonna do? For, or you know, maybe Instagram, Instagram army is not your thing. Then don't go there, just don't, either don't go to the places that trigger you, like just delete those accounts uh, or ruthlessly call the people out of your life. Um, and so when people say that, oh, Stan Twitter is terrible, I actually don't see very much of it. I see very little of it unless if someone in a group chat specifically links to that person uh, and it's, or, or that type of thing. And even then it doesn't, it doesn't bother me um, because I've told myself that I won't let it bother me because truthfully, people are mean on the internet. That's what the internet is full of. The internet is full of like cat memes and like awful people and then like some good people. <laughs> and, and, and that's just the truth of it, right? Like, so if you, if it makes you so angry that it just like ruins your day or makes you so sad that it ruins your day, don't do that to yourself. Like beyond what like BTS members would say, don't do that to yourself. Um, I like how like my voices for BTS members are the same as my voice for my husband. Um, maybe that's just like my general voice. I don't know. Anyway, um, but yeah, like don't allow random people on the internet to rob you of your joy. Don't let random people on the internet who are like generally dicks um, ruin your fun and, and love, not only for BTS, but for anything. Like why? should they have that power over you? They shouldn't. No one should have that power over you. Except like, I mean, I mean, even the people who truly matter to you shouldn't have that power over you, right? Um, I mean, ideally they would influence, of course, what our family members and friends think will also matter to us. Unless if you're like a total sociopath or like narcissist. In that case, you should get help. But also don't dox me and find me. Um, yeah, so just don't go to those places. So there's certain groups that I join because uh, you know because you don't know what a group is like until you join it. And you know, I think there was one there was one group that I had joined, and it was just really subtly racist. Not even subtle. It was not subtly racist if you're Asian, but you probably wouldn't have noticed if you weren't. I don't know. Maybe I just have a dim view of America. Uh, but like, yeah, people would say things like, oh, I never found Asian men attractive until BTS. And I still don't find Asian men attractive. I only find BTS attractive. Or like, you know, things like that. And it, it sounds as if it's complimenting BTS, but really what they're saying is, like Asians aren't attractive. Asian men aren't attractive and BTS is an exception. And it's okay if that's what you've said in the past or whatever, plenty of people have said it and you cannot help who you're attracted to, but you know, it was racist and you know, you can at me all you want, but that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, so I, and I reported people for saying that those things or I would report people for, uh, saying things like, oh, well, you know, perpetuating stereotypes about Asian men and like the size of their dicks or like, 
whatever, right? And, and then I got blocked from that group um, because I was like, no, I don't, I don't think racism's cool. And they're like, well, you're overreacting. I mean, I'm grateful they blocked me because if they hadn't blocked me, I probably would have left because I mean, why should I subject myself to, to that, right? Like I don't, I have, I have only a limited amount of time, a limited amount of energy, a limited, a limited emotional bandwidth. <laughs> I'm not going to be wasting the uh, severely limited patience that I have on strangers. I should use it. I should use up all my patience on my children, right? They, those are the people who should, who I should be more gracious with, right? I don't know if that made sense, but yeah, just don't go to those places. So once you identify like the places that trigger you, then also, you know, identify the places that bring you joy, that make you happy, that, that you love. So there's certain accounts on Twitter that I love and that I follow. I love Wisha, you know, I think she's Do You Bantan. You know, I love Dimini. I love, um, I think, JLK Diamond, right? Like, and a lot of these people have been harassed also online. And so some of them have gone on hiatus. And it makes me sad that our, you know, people are treating them this way. It's terrible, especially when they've done so much for fandom. Uh, but identify the, the fan accounts that you love and follow those. You know, identify the accounts that make you laugh and, or, you know, bring quality thirst pics or great edits or just, you know, great fan art or fan fiction, whatever. Like find the type of accounts, find the type of people that you like and then hang around out there hang around there because just like it's good for you to cut out things that make you unhappy it's good for you to bring in more of the things that make you happy other ways to self-care I think it's unreasonable to expect yourself to be able to consume everything that BTS puts out in real time um, even if you're all caught up and let's say you have been a fan of theirs from the very beginning and you've consumed every single thing that they have ever done, every piece of social media, every tweet, every like rare Instagram post, every single thing. Like they are seven people with full-time managers, at least one manager per person, right? And then bodyguards and stylists and schedulers and like an entire, I think, a few months ago, it was revealed like there are a hundred staff members just to support BTS itself as an entity, whether that's like marketing, you know, photo shoots, whatever, everything, right? I don't know about you, but if I had a staff of a hundred people, I could be like amazing. <laughs> I could also be a superstar. Um, so they, they need a hundred people to track and make sure that they do the things that they do. You are one person who, who is probably also responsible for not only yourself, but either other tiny people, maybe a partner, maybe several partners, I don't know, your parents, family, you know, like pets, um, a job, you know, lots of people are dependent on you in jobs like that. It's impossible and unrealistic for you to live your life for seven people you don't know who are also additionally supported by like at least a hundred people 
right? Like it's, it's not feasible and you're, ki- and you would kill yourself if you tried. Uh, unless if, of course, you just give up your entire life and then just do everything for them, uh, or, you know, live for BTS, which I mean, I'm not a, I'm not one to judge people's life choices, but what's going to happen when BTS is not at the height of their popularity? Like what's, I mean, cause that will eventually happen. And as, as older fans, we know that that eventually happens because we see it every few years, right? We see the cycles. We've seen One Direction. We've, you know, before One Direction was Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. Before that was New Kids on the Block. Before that was like New Edition. Before that was, you know, Jackson 5. And before that, I mean, you just, then you just go, I mean, that's, that's the nature of life, right? So what's going to happen to you when BTS eventually has to halt scheduling because they want to get married and have kids and live their own life and enjoy the money they made, right? Like what, what's going to happen to you? And so you have, like, maybe that's morbid, but this is a unique point in time and it's not always going to be this way. Not because they're not talented, but because that's the way the world works, right? Um, they might have resurgences and they might not, but if your whole life is BTS, then what's going to happen when BTS is not there to provide you your whole life? So, I mean, that's one thing. And then two, like, I'm mixing up my numbers here, but like, don't, let's say you do live your life trying to please BTS. Would that actually make them happy to know that you've given up living your own life, living your dreams? giving up your wants and desires and subsume them all for for them people you don't actually know uh, like they're really good i mean k-pop in general is really good at this right but they're really good at making you feel as if you know them as people but we actually don't right so would that make i would think that only awful people would want you to um to give up everything for them right? And I don't think BTS are awful people. My point being, don't feel bad if you cannot keep up with all their things. Don't feel bad if you can't watch every award show from beginning to end. Don't feel bad if you can't watch every reaction video shot ever of BTS. Like there's just unlimited, there's just infinite amount of content out there. Don't feel bad if you can't consume it all. Like you need to take care of yourself. Along with that, like if there's content of theirs that triggers things in you, don't consume it. Like for me, um, the notes, the Bangtan universe, I really can't dwell on it. Um, some people love the like theories and like, and I don't mind the theories so much, but like they, you know, pour over the plot lines and the, the webtoon art and the videos. And for me, I can't. Uh, not only because I don't have the time or interest, but because consuming that content, uh, I mean, all of them have these like horrible pasts and they're all like trigger warnings and content warnings, like there's suicide, abuse, um, you know, death, like mental illness and all of that, a lot of it, it, it pushes something inside of me that is not good and that is not healthy. It puts me in a really like sad, like despondent, melancholy place. It makes me feel like 
like I can't get out of bed. You know, it, 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 it's not a good place for me. And I have four children. I have a husband. I have my own life. I have my own writing career. And so I can't stay in that state. And if I can avoid going into that state, it, I, I do. So when the webtoons came out, I would read them really quickly. I wouldn't dwell on it. I would, you know, maybe talk about it a bit. And then I would just toss it out of my mind. Um, and, and I think the only reason why I could even read them is because I'm currently in a pretty, uh, where I was in a, like a pretty decent mental state. But if I wasn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't read it. I wouldn't watch it. Um, there's books that I love, universes that I love that to this day, I've purchased them, but to this day I haven't read them. And, and I've had it for like five years. And it's because if I read them, I will, I will weep. It will break me. It will break my heart in the best way, right? But in a way also that doesn't allow me to live my life and puts me in a, in a bad mental way. So don't, don't do those things. Don't consume things that they produce that would hurt you, even if it's art, even if it's fake, right? Like we can't control how something hits us, but we can know ourselves well enough to kind of make good decisions, right? So that's that's how I guard my mental space, right? Um, other things, watch your money. I mean, we joke about how, there's like jokes about how we should just have our bank accounts or, or paychecks direct deposit into Big Hit's bank accounts. And that, I mean, that's true to a certain extent, right? Like I've certainly bought my share of merch, but I wouldn't buy it if we didn't have the income or like the kind of disposable income. And even then my husband's probably like, oh, it's way too much. Uh, like for instance, you know, the tour's coming up and sound check tickets are like 375 maybe. Uh, and then plus fees. And then if I go and bring a kid, that's gonna be like seven or $800. And then I'm supposed, I have to go like twice because I can only buy two tickets per thing because of whatever. My point is like, I would have, I would, if I, if I bought soundcheck for each of my kids, and since I can only buy two at a time, then I would spend close to like $2,000 on two, on, on two concerts. And while that wouldn't break us, that's $2,000. And I, I wouldn't, that's not a good choice for our family. So I wouldn't be able to do that. So I would, you know, choose, that doesn't make me a bad fan, <laughs> you know, but, and, and again, I'm not trying to tell you, you can't buy things, you can't enjoy things, you can't go to concerts. But I do think it is a form of self-care to take care of your money, to know what to do with your money, to be mindful of your money, and to know how your money is being spent. Because even though we love BTS, we might love all the BT21 characters. I mean, my children would buy like every single BT21 plushy, like squishy pillow thing if they could, right? Like, but unless if you're just independently wealthy and have fuck you amounts of money, you have rent, you have a mortgage, you have food, you have, you have grocery bills, you need Wi-Fi to like continue watching BTS things, you know, you, there's just so many things, so many needs and necessities that you, that you need to take care of, right? And so part of self-care is 
making good financial decisions. Uh, and maybe I'm biased because I used to be a financial advisor for a decade. Um, but yeah, it's, unless if you're gonna marry BTS, which, you know, newsflash, probably won't happen. Uh, you, no one, you need to take care of yourself, right? You need to take care of yourself. Especially if you're a woman, because women outlive men and live a really, really long time. Okay? So we've talked about avoiding the places that make you unhappy, going to more places or consuming more things that do make you happy, um, avoiding content that triggers things in you and that make you unhappy, uh, making sound financial decisions, not feeling as if you need to like consume everything because it's impossible. And lastly, do other things. You know, unplug every now and then. It doesn't make you a bad fan. Listen to other people's music. You know, do, do things that, in general, just take care of yourself. Like, broaden your horizons beyond BTS. Because BTS are not gods, right? Like, if a god or if gods exist, they BTS are not it right like uh, they're just people and people cannot meet every single one of your needs because that's <laughs> it's impossible because uh, our needs are infinite you know like explore new things I mean we had lives before BTS and we have lives now and we will have lives after BTS is no longer at the height of glory right so Explore new things and enjoy those things. Please like and subscribe. Oh, well, no. So thank you for listening. And uh, if you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. And if you are listening on uh, Spotify or podcasts, please like, and subscribe, leave a review. Uh, and thank you so much for spending some time with me. Have a wonderful day. Bye.